the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Good day. Got a big event coming up in a little more than two weeks. One of them is almost sold out. Investing for your first million in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge from 1 to 3. Almost sold out. The Retirement Income and Strategies and Estate Planning Palo Alto event still has plenty of space. Um, you can sign up for either or event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow. Really, they are two very separate events. You shouldn't sign up for both. One of them is for people who are you know, cruising towards retirement. One is for people who don't really know what the word retirement means to them and need to accumulate assets so that is to enjoy a good retirement. You can sign up for either event at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free for the radio listeners. Joining me now to talk a little bit about the markets and investing in the world of financial planning. He, too, will be at those events. CFP Chad Burton. How are you, Mr. Burton? Great. How are you? Well, thanks for asking. Um, you know, the market has hit some new highs. Not all the markets. You know, when we say market, we kind of like S&P, the Dow, the Dow Transports, the NASDAQ, the Russell. Uh, but with various markets hitting new highs on the backs of the biggest year-over-year growth in earnings since 2011, it's been a very good earnings season. Is now the time to sell bonds, get more aggressive? Or are you thinking... Trim some of your winners? Are you thinking buy some of your losers? Where are you at right now, especially with bonds? But, yeah, I, mean, I think rebalancing is always prudent. I mean, it, it's tough because headlines are so, you know, one-sided. Right now you're seeing all these headlines that say, you know, marching, market reaching new highs on the backs of the biggest year-over-year growth in earnings since 2011. And that sounds pretty great. Um, a lot of that is because you have... 11 sectors now in the S&P 500. And one of those sectors is energy, and energy went through just a massive roller coaster ride. So this time last year, we were talking about the huge decline in earnings for energy stocks, and now we're talking about the big increase. So if you peel out energy from the S&P 500 so far, not all companies have reported, but if you add up the remaining 10 sectors and divide it by 10, you're looking at about a 4.5% average earnings growth. 
across those sectors. Some are higher, um, some a bit lower, but that's the average. So you've had the market push ahead, you know, nearly 7% year to date. Um, it will, and still going forward on a lot of expectations in terms of what's to come on tax reform, tax reduction, uh, repatriation of cash, and a lot of things that the administration is working on right now. So, um, you know, the other thing is that everybody's just talking about the S&P 500 or the Dow or the NASDAQ reaching levels that it hadn't seen since the tech crash. Meanwhile, emerging markets have almost doubled the return of the S&P 500 this year, and international markets, just international developed in general. If you look at, you know, EFA as an ETF or EEM, which is emerging market ETF, both of those have outperformed the S&P 500. So it's just, there's always this idea of asset allocation, making sure you're spread across all assets, because the stocks that did really well after the big Trump bump are the stocks that have performed not as well so far this year, and everybody wanted out of international last year because of Brexit and potential French elections, and here we are looking at overseas markets outperforming U.S. markets. So you own a little bit of everything, and you continue to rebalance. First, you have to know your risk tolerance and then rebalance to that after big market run-ups. I understand. I'm with you on that. Um, lots to think about, though, for sure. Any thoughts on retirees? Um, Trump keeps, you know, setting up some trial balloons here and there. Um, what's going to look like as far as some of the, the, the administration's plans for retirees? Yeah, I think that um, you know, as you get towards retirement or in retirement, a lot of people once they are really far into their mortgage, um, uh, you know, let's say you're. 20 years into a 30-year mortgage or 10 years into a 15, you're really not paying that much interest. So a lot of times those people end up using the standard deduction instead of the itemized deduction. So if the standard deduction is doubled for a lot of people, that should help retirees. Um, but it also make that conversation that we've been having the last few years, you know, do I take cash, my excess cash that I might have from selling stocks or rebalancing stocks? and buy bonds, that rates seem to be slightly moving up. Well, whether or not they will is another argument. But um, Or do I accelerate and pay off my mortgage? So that conversation is going to have to be had with you, your financial advisor, and your CPA to say what's going to be better. So the standard deduction issue is going to be the biggest issue for retirees. Um, medical expenses for most retirees, they don't get to, you know, deduct a lot of those now because there's been a change in that. So that will hopefully help as well. Um, charities, we hope, still continue to be fine. But, um, but it, there, that's the biggest area of change for retirees, Rob. I think the biggest one is the business owners, though. It's going to be an interesting next four years, is not... Yeah, well, you know, the, there's so much ambiguity in what was proposed so far, um, and so many questions that I have in terms of, okay, how are they really going to make this a simpler system? Because we need a much simpler system, especially for retirees. When it comes to how is your Social Security taxed, how is your Social Security reduced if you take it too early, um, how do capital gains really work? There's a 0, a 10, a 15, and a 23.8% tax bracket for capital gains. It's just way too complicated, and there's too many loopholes. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. I, I really, I really have doubts that it's going to happen, in, you know, through August. 
uh, before August, but um, who knows? We've had a lot of surprise. You know, one of the areas that we've talked about, and let's sit a little further detail, is the business owners. And, um, you know, you're a business owner, and I'm a business owner, and we feel that when you hire 10 to 15 people and you pay them good salaries and they've got good income and they've got good taxes and they've got good sales taxes, it feels like America's been kind of unfair to the small business owner. Do you agree with that thought? Are you are you tracking with me on that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you've got you know these big C corporations that trade on the New York Stock Exchange that find so many loopholes and have armies of attorneys that they really never pay the 35% tax anyways. Right. Meanwhile, as an, you know, as an S-Corp owner... Uh, we, for our 11 employees, have full coverage for health insurance. Um, so we pay well over $100,000 a year for health insurance coverage. We're getting a 15% rate increase. So the Affordable Care Act has done nothing for that. Um, so that's going to be a $20,000 you know, hit to the budget for us. Um, and at the same time, as a owner of an S corporation, I can't write off my own health insurance premiums. I can't have a flex spending account. I, I get nailed with taxes. I pay more taxes than, I mean, it's just, it makes you ill. Um, so something has to change. Now, giving everybody just a 15% tax on the pass-through isn't going to be, you know, a job creator. So as long as they can fix the situation with job creation and a more fair tax to small business owners, it's really going to help because that's where the job creation is, is a small business right now. Bigger corporations are going to benefit from artificial intelligence and doing more with okay. less people, but small business owners where the jobs are created. Sounds great. We're going to meet up with you again in Palo Alto on May 20th. People could still sign up for the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning event uh, with CFP Chad Burton from 9 to 11. You can also listen to his show uh, Mondays and Tuesdays here on KDO Debut at 2 p.m. Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar coming up May 20th from 9 to 11. You can sign up at the Elks Lodge Palo Alto at uh, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. There's a lot of really good downloads there, and the code to get in for free is Radio Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. 800-516-1220. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Get your calls in the air. A little shake your money. Um, many, many, many years ago, um, I did a radio show on WJFK in Washington, D.C. And the reason I bring this up is because I had a pretty cool program director who went on to work in New York with Sirius Satellite Radio and 
Howard Stern and other people like that. And, and uh, this guy was British. His name was Jeremy. And uh, the song that he put on for the show was called The Stock Zone, where we just talked, you know, not speculative stocks, but growing stocks. And um, the song that he picked was Shake Your Money, which I thought was always kind of cute and kind of funny. Um, not wildly cute and not wildly funny. But I think you get the idea. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The average intern at Amazon, at Google, at Facebook, um, they make more money than the average American during the summer. So, Which is pretty crazy, right? Facebook interns are the top earning summer interns in the country. They make an average of $8,000 a month. If a Facebook intern were to work for 12 months, they would have a salary of about $96,000 a year. The average full-time working American makes $51,350 a year. So that's pretty crazy, right? The Facebook intern makes $8,000 a month. The average American makes $4,200 a month. Now, it's skewed because a lot of these businesses are in the Bay Area where everything's more expensive, so you kind of have to up your game. Um, but I found that kind of interesting. Um, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg is worth roughly $64 billion. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is worth $81 billion. Sergey Brin out of uh, Google is worth roughly $43 billion. That's a lot of money. So between those uh, three men, uh, there was a working paper recently published um, by a couple wage uh, college professors talking about wages, and they talked about wage inequality. The average pre-tax income in the bottom half of the American adults has been around 16000 since 1980. Meanwhile, the average pre-tax income of the top 1% of Americans has risen from 420000 to $1.3 million. So if you look at from 1980 to today... Um, the poor have stayed significantly poor, even in the face of inflation, and the rich have tripled, um, even in the face of inflation. So, I don't know if I have much more to say other than, whoa, um, that's a little bit alarming to me. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Always love more phone calls. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. Um... <clears throat> I'll talk Apple next segment because they had a quarter yesterday and they're a little off their all-time highs today, but that's not a bad thing. One thing I want to talk about right now is um, some credit card tips. Um, I recently applied for a credit card and then I decided, you know what, I don't need that one. I'd rather keep my travel card, my travel card. I'd rather keep my cash back card, my cash back card. What I really need to round out my slew of cards is a gas card. Um, That's amazing. You know, somewhere like 5% for gas. Um, and that's kind of all I need. So, now if you're young, and it's May, you're probably thinking about prom or summer vacation or finishing up college. And finals need to be taken, dorms need to be cleared out, jobs need to be procured. Um, there's a lot of changes going on. So you'll want to make some time for some good old-fashioned financial literacy as well. Hopefully this summer is my thought. And 
I told you I got a credit card that I ultimately had regrets on. I never opened it, but it still deemed my credit because I had a hard credit inquiry on it. Um, <clears throat> credit cards are in fat, and I think everyone should get one. There's a lot of reasons to be wary of plastic. Credit card is one of the best ways to start building credit. A solid credit score will help you get an affordable car loan. Uh, it'll help you get a mortgage. It'll help you get an insurance policy and much, much more. If you don't have a card and you've never really had one and you're afraid, maybe consider what's called a secured credit card, which require you to you know do an upfront deposit. Um, I'm fine with that. You always want to pay your bills on time. That's you know a real big kicker to me. And the first Friday of every month is the time when I sit down. I you know go over all my credit card statements and over all my bills, um, making sure that you know the auto payment paid making sure that everything's good. Um, if you don't pay your bills on time, you're going to be hit with late fees, and late fees are stupid. Um, or a friend, as a friend of mine once said, stupid. So you could lose your credit card rewards. Did you know that 33 34% of people never use their credit card rewards? Which to me is pretty crazy. So pay your bills on time, otherwise you can get hit with stupid late fees and stupid penalties and your credit score will drop a good 100 points. So, um, Every month uh, you want to pay your credit card in full. So keep the total amount of debt that you're carrying on the card of any credit card below 30%, ideally 10%. And any balance over that could hurt your credit utilization rate. Um, I don't like carrying any sort of month to month if you're going to get, you know, interest rated on it. All you have to do is pay your balance for the last 30 days and you don't get that interest rate charge. If you can pay it off, I'd love that. If you not, just pay the balance just so you don't get that um, <clears throat> interest rate of 12 to 25% hitting you. I think you want to monitor your statements. Um, you know, super important. It's a good way of keeping down on theft and issues. Um, you know, monitor your statements even if you do the auto pay. And I recommend auto pay because fraud, unfortunately, can occur at any point in time. Um, I once saw a travel charge for Turkey. And I'm like, I don't live in Turkey and I'm not going to Turkey. I've never been to Turkey. Someone in Turkey used my card. Um, you got to catch these things. So... Upgrade when you can. The better secured credit cards on the market usually provide card holds with automatic reviews after 6 to 12 months to determine if you can possibly get your deposit back and receive a credit limit increase. Um, there's a guy out there named the Points Guy who has really good credit card ideas for Yale. Don't churn a lot of cards for sign-up bonuses, um, but think about things as they go out. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, if you ever see an event coming up, use the code RADIO25. Hopefully you'll get in free with that. Black now 
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800 800- 516-1220 to get your calls on the air. A couple of years ago, I got to hang out with Coast Guard and give them kind of an investment profile on life after your service or what it's going to look like, per se. Um, I like going out to groups and talking to them. So if your company needs someone to uh, come out and give them kind of a pep talk on 401ks, 403bs, savings, investing, life insurance issues... Um, I'll gladly do it free of charge. Um, cover my travel cost if there's a travel cost, but other than that, I'd love to do it. I do it with uh, teachers. I do it with military. Um, I'll do it with anyone who has an interest in talking stocks and investing. Um, I want to talk a little real estate right now, and then I want to get back and try to get back into Apple. But one of the crazier things I've seen recently was um, Purdue is testing a chicken that grows slower and tastes better. <laughs> I know you're saying, What? I'm just going to say that. So there's chicken scientists out there who are testing ways to make chickens tastier um, by growing them slower than with all the crazy manufacturing you know, things that we pump into them. And that's about all that I have to say on that. Mortgage applications by a home spring back. They climbed 5%, um, which is good to see prospective home buyers um, are out there at this point in time. Total mortgage applications... Um, are showing some strength. Let's talk a little bit more mortgages and investing in uh, real estate with Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoanSource.com. Joining me now, BayAreaLoanSource.com, Tony Mendez. How are you, Tony? I'm good. Thanks, Rob. So one of the things I recently talked to you about and I want to talk about is tied towards rental property. And I've got a rental property that is the tenant wanted to stay through the summer. Um, The lease was up and I was like, no, because I need to get tenants in it during the summer. That's super important to me. Um, a lot of people know this, but then in, in reality, they're like, well, I'll take another three months of rent now. So I had to get, get rid of her, and I just got an application for three people to rent my home in Raleigh, North Carolina. And it sounds like they're 20-somethings. One's a pizza manager. One's a bartender at a pizza place, so they both work at the same place. And another one works in a call service center for like um, selling sod. And... I was like, do I want those guys as tenants, or do I just want to pass on it, or do I want to run their credit, knowing that the one of them already has some bad credit? And then I thought about, like, I've known you since my early 20s, and, you know, living with someone, they wanted to sign a three-year lease. Do 20 something stay together that long as friends? Do they want to live in the same house for three years together? Yeah, as good as that sounds, they want to sign a three-year lease. If it was a family... Of four, you know, parents. And I'm in. You're all in. Um, you know, there's a little bit of risk to having three people and, and signing a lease because one, you know, especially in the type of jobs that they have, those can change overnight. Right. I, you know, when I was younger, I had two or three jobs in two or three years. Right. And that, you know, and a lot of people go through that kind of scenario. And, and you know, these people are young; they're going to experience that type of thing. They're going to run into a problem if that does happen that they have to fill the spot. Otherwise, they break the lease. And you know, so do, uh, you you won't get that far into an application of knowing do they have 
have enough friends to bring somebody else in? Are they acceptable to having a, a, a random person come in that they don't know to fill in this lease? And, or do they just go down to two people and start making the whole payments on there? Now, it's not a lot of money, which is the good thing about it. And it's in a, it's in a city that, you know, the, the cost of living is pretty low. But I do like the three-year lease option. Um, they did put together a good story. I would trust their credit score on this one. Okay. And uh, credit score will tell you where they've worked, but it'll also tell you their job, how long they worked there. That's a nice thing about credit that that we get to see a lot, and and in the mortgage industry that lenders do look at are the any discrepancies in places that the people lived and where their credit was actually run at, and they look at the dates on that, and it also shows employment. So you can go back and look at somebody's employment and match those dates and places that they lived, and they really you really can get into those kind of details. Right. Um, so I would ask for a copy of the credit report and then do a quick analysis on that and and see how that looks and and then move forward and trust your your property management and and that's really why you use a property management company yeah and I encourage that for people who are get, just getting into real estate that can't devote perf- uh, uh, full time efforts into it use property management my property manager I've worked with her for you know eight plus years and she has my personal cell phone I have hers and she called me last night and said you know I don't know. You know, we can take our time on this one, let it drag out a little bit and see if something else applies. And um, it doesn't stay on the market long. It's a good rental. It's a great rental market, Raleigh, North Carolina, um, that whole research triangle. But it it just brought up, it was interesting because I've had a woman there who was a professional single. I've had a couple there who was a disaster. Um, And now I'm in the situation where you and I had roommates. Um, Mark left. Dave came in. Dave never ran a credit application. That could have turned bad. It could have turned ugly. It did it. Yeah. But it could have. I've also run into a situation where I've rented it, left, never changed the lease, and then they broke the lease, and then I was responsible for the security deposit when they did break the lease. Um, so there are some situations where these people may not have experienced enough to know that this could be a bad situation for them or a good situation, but you know, there's always a that let's give them a chance, and uh, I know that's not the right business. Uh, mentality that a lot of people are just say, right now are just cringing, saying, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Get a Damn. family, go one year, and um, maybe do them one year, Rob, or maybe cut the lease back a little bit." And, and then, like, there's the neighbors; they could start hating me because I clearly don't live in North Carolina, and I've put tenants in the whole time, and some of them have lived there their whole lives. Um, and suddenly, if you're renting to three people, that could be three cars. If they got a friend over, that's another fourth car. Um, so th- there's some good things to this too. You, you, you're not having a gap. You're not losing a, a month in, in rent. Right. Um, you're able to increase your rent as well, uh, and you can lock it in for three years. Um, I think these people are smart by saying three years. I think there's a little bit of uh, anticipation that you could be raising rents in the future, and they've seen it happen at, at the other places that they've rented. So I'd go with it. Yeah. So anyway, it's just something you. What I, I th- what I want to get out of this is that people should have conversations and understanding that being a landlord isn't all that it's cracked up to be. And I've had a loser tenant followed by an awesome tenant. And what's going to be next? Tune in three years from now and you'll have the full story of whether this actually worked. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, Tony Mendez does all my loans. He's a mortgage lender. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can trust him to really run your scenarios, which is something you really, really want. You don't want just to go into a bank and say, you know, one size fits all. This is a very manicured, very specific market for uh, loans and lending. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, and you can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Apple shipped fewer iPhones than Wall Street expected. Um, it's tough to say that it's a loser. On my TV show, I have to call things winners or losers. 
Um, I'm calling it a loser because it's down 2% today, but it's up 27% this year. Apple CEO Tim Cook attributed the dip to media hype on the next model. It was due to the earlier and much more frequent reports about future iPhones. So it says Tim Cook that the iPhone 8, the 10th anniversary phone for this fall, is is causing people to wait. Um, you know, I don't know about that. Of course, there's going to be some of that, but... Income rose to $11 billion on sales of $52.9 billion. That's impressive. A little less than forecast, but impressive. Um, $11 billion in earnings in the last 90 days. Sales of its best-selling iPhone fell 1% to $50.8 million, short of the $51.5 million expected. iPad sales fell again to $8.9 million units in the quarter. Max sales gained 4% to $4.2 million. Big jump in the area where it needs to have a big jump is services. iTunes, iClouds, Apple Music bringing in $7 billion in revenue. That's more than Starbucks brings in. So people obviously are spending more on their phones than they are on Starbucks. Apple also raised its quarterly dividend to 10.5%, making it the biggest dividend payer in the world. Um, the holiday quarter is when Apple is expected to release redesigned, souped-up 10th anniversary version of its phone. Um, but I'm hearing words they're going to come up with an Alexa clone or killer. Um, probably as early as June, it'll be announced and released as early as August slash September for the holiday season. Apple doesn't report sales figures for their watch, uh, which hasn't turned into an iPhone or an iPad size hit. Um, their AirPods, their Beats headphones, um, sales are you know pretty darn impressive. When you add them all up, the iPhone still dominates Apple's uh, sales, though, for obvious reasons. So there's a big opportunity for Apple in China, but they're struggling in China. So sales fell in China despite having seven of the top ten grossing Apple retail stores in the world based there. Um, devaluation of their currency by 5%, weak performance in Hong Kong. Uh, a big slump in tourism. So that's what uh, uh, Tim Cook is saying about that. Analysts um, talking about Apple. One of them uh, said out there today, Credit Suisse said, Apple reported an okay set of results with revenues. Um, long-term, given high retention rates, superior ecosystem, and a multi-product compute advantage. They believe cash flow of $75 billion should be sustainable. Um, over at Bank of America Merrill Lynch, they have a buy rating on it. Uh, they said given Apple's strong capital return program with annual increases, optionality for um, a large cash balance, and an expected strong upgrade cycle for the iPhone 8. Um, they've got a $160 price target on it. Another analyst says the quarter was slightly below concerns. They're trading down a little bit. No big worries. Um, a lot of price targets range from 130 to 170 usually right around $160. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. All your insides fall to pieces. You just sit there wishing you could still make. I'm Rob Black. Whether you're 20 years old or 60, managing your money can get complicated. So set aside Saturday, May 20th, and get ready to learn some strategies that can help you build wealth, invest confidently, retire better, and pass on your estate while minimizing taxes. That's May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. We have two seminars lined up. 
The morning event runs from 9 to 11 with a focus on retirement income and estate planning. If you're nearing retirement, this one's for you. We'll explain how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to protect your estate from long-term care costs, and much, much more. Our afternoon seminar is all about investing for your first million. From 1 to 3, we'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio, from investing basics to 401ks, Roth IRAs, real estate, taxes, and investing tips. Two separate seminars, May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Sign up for either event at robblackshow.com, only $25. For KDOW listeners, I waive the fee. Just use promo code RADIO25. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. I was clean, Patra. I was young and an actress. When you knelt by my mattress and asked for my hand. But I was sad, you asked it. As I laid in a black dress With my father in a cast I had no plans yeah. Call Rob Black now 800-516-1220 That's 800-516-1220 Now, back to Rob Black and your money On AM 1220 KDOW If you've ever listened to my show on any consistent basis during the holiday seasons, you probably have heard Will Durst come on the show. He's an award-winning, nationally acclaimed columnist, comic. Um, you can find him at willdurst.com, willdurst.com. He just published, um, he does an uh, article once a week. It's syndicated. He just published uh, Trump's report card for his first 100 days, and it's cute, because uh, uh, he's publishing it like it's a report card. And he's put in mathematics, C-minus, claimed to have more electoral votes than any president since Reagan, uh, which is only true if you don't count George Herbert Walker Bush, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, outside that, spot on. Um, homeroom conduct, C-minus, tends to be disruptive, acts like it's all about him. Art appreciation, F, just not his thing. Language arts, D-minus, vocabulary limited to adjectives. Uh, pretty funny stuff, and uh, I bring that up because every now and then you do have to stop and laugh. Which is a very good thing. Which is a very, very good thing. His health studies. Sorry, Donald. You got a D minus. Who knew health care could co- be so complicated? <laughs> that was his quote. Who knew health care could be so complicated? Well, I think everyone knew that except for you. And uh, it's shocking. So health care is a crazy thing in the United States. Uh, don't you kind of wish that... Dentists and doctors, you know, advertise their prices on a menu. Um, kind of. 800-516-1220, each calls on the air. One area that he did get an A in is the physical education. He's playing plenty of golf. And another area where he got an A in was penmanship. His signature looks very attractive on extensive series of executive orders. Um, business has added 177,000 jobs in April. That's good. Someone asked me, are there any stocks under $10 worth buying? Because obviously they're trying to figure out a way of, you know, investing $1,500 and make it a little bit of bang. Um, I'd be careful looking at stocks under $10. It's, if you're going to date, you know, I'm a 40 plus year old man. I don't want to date anyone under 25. Um, just not my thing. We're probably not going to be a match. It's You're looking for somebody you can have a conversation with, right? 
Same thing with stocks. You have to figure out what your standards are. I want to date someone with 31 out of 32 teeth. 31 or 32. I don't want too many missing teeth. Um, you have to have standards when it comes to picking stocks. Stocks under $10 can sometimes get you in trouble. Just be careful. Prices for most U.S. homes remain below their pre-crash peaks, which is something that might shock you. You know, a lot of people think there's a housing recovery. Only about a third of U.S. homes have topped their pre-recession peaks, undermining measures that have shown average national house prices zooming past those high-water marks. You know, make no mistake, the housing market has clawed its way out of its depths of despair from the mid-2000s. Meeting U.S. home price was... $196,000 in March, up from 151000 but a lot of homes are still underwater, and a lot of people um, still aren't full where they bought their home yet. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Steve Milinovich is saying that he's talking at the UBS IT hardware uh, conference, that a lot of people are still holding on to their iPhone 6 that they purchased in 2015, and they're waiting for Apple's next phone. Um, the iPhone 8 likely to have incremental changes, larger screen, longer battery life, faster processor, probably wireless charging. Um, all good stuff. And uh, he's thinking augmented reality is going to be their next big thing. Mortgage applications to buy a home finally spring back, climbing about 5%, as stronger sales ahead of, the home bu- of, of, ahead of home buyers right now are finally returning to the mortgage market. So the housing market continues to be strong. Keep in mind, the auto market yesterday got bad news, and we're starting to see weakness there uh, for the first time in quite a while. Facebook's going to hire 3,000 people to review videos of crimes and suicides. They've already got 4,500 people doing that. Can you imagine Facebook essentially is going to have 7,500 people watching videos and watching people's live streams to see if anything funny is going on, such as murder or you know, murder of a man, or the killing of a child, or the suicide of an individual. Um, they don't want that spreading on their service, and they don't know what to do about it, but they're hiring people, throwing resources at it to try to figure it out. Purdue Farms has announced that the, they're one of the largest chicken processors in the nation. They've been raising what are known as slow-growth chickens, side-by-side with breeds that have made the company so successful. The new birds, known as Redbro, takes 25% longer on average to mature than their conventional cousins. They're much more expensive to raise, but they're also much more delicious. I know you're saying, did you just say birds are more delicious if they grow slower? It's kind of crazy, right? Purdue's trying to find out just the right slow growth breed, and it's got strong incentive. A fast-growing cohort of companies out there. Um, companies like Whole Foods and Panera are demanding meat from slow-growth chickens, contending that giving birds more time to grow before slaughter will give them a healthier, happier life and produce better-tasting meat. Um, I don't even know what the hell, what the hell do I say to that? A happier life? So, Mr. Chicken, um, now, now that you're three years old, did you have a good long life? Yes. Okay, now I'm going to take a knife and cut your head off. But the two-year-old gets another year. Like, whoa. Um, so Whole Foods wants to get to the point where you don't have to put a marinade on a chicken to make it taste like something wonderful. Um, how can you make that happen and still make a chicken that people can afford? 
birds of a different feather, right? Uh, I always have an event coming up. Next event coming up is in May. You can sign up for it. It's at the end of May, May 20th. Um, two events. One of them is going to sell out very fast. The um, uh, How to get your first million in the afternoon from 1 to 3, that's going to sell out. Um, but the first one, you know, Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning uh, with CFP Chad Burton um, is got plenty of tickets available at robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 